Hi, I'm Jason. And I'm Vivian. And this is Burger of the Week. Each week we discuss an episode of the Fox animated series Bob's Burgers, and we create a themed burger based on the episode. This week we're talking about Season 1, Episode 12, Lobster Fest. This episode was written by Aaron Adams and Greg Thompson and was directed by Buon Lim. This episode originally aired May 15th, 2011. We have no new voice actors this week, but several regulars are back. Mm-hmm. The store next door was Magnum GI colonoscopies. <laughs> that was really dumb. <laughs> yeah, it is. The exterminator van again was Rats All Folks. And we had a few burgers of the day. Something's not fishy burger, 100% beef. Neither fish nor fowl burger, 100% beef. One fish, two fish, red fish, hamburger. <laughs> Bob really doesn't like lobster fest. No, he's super cranky in this episode. So before we get into sort of our breakdown, any initial thoughts on this episode? There's a few highlights, but overall it feels like kind of a meh episode to me yeah okay i remember this episode being really funny and it is very funny yeah but looking at it for this podcast trying to look at it a little bit more critically i kind of hate bob in this episode Mm -hmm. and he frustrates me a lot yeah he is very frustrating this episode so i find it difficult to be very sympathetic towards him Mm -hmm. and that sort of changes my feelings about this episode a little bit i don't like it as much A lot of situations that Bob puts himself in this episode are very avoidable. Yes. And it is very hard to be sympathetic. Yeah, he's being quite childish. Yep. All right, well, let's get into the weeds. Lobster Fest is back, much to Bob's chagrin. Hugo enters the restaurant to announce his position as Grand Marshal of Lobster Fest. Mort and Teddy come in to chat about the festival. Right away, we know. Boom. It's Lobster Fest weekend. Yeah. Which I didn't know was an actual thing. Like, people are really intense about lobster. Yeah, I think it's very popular in, like, coastal towns. Yeah, that makes sense. Probably, like, Halifax and PEI and everything all celebrate similar days. Yeah. And we do have similar festivals. I'm sure many different cities have their own, like, chili fests. True. Um, Rib fest. Rib fest, of course. And there's also, like, poutine fests and... Pretty much, I guess that's probably more popular in Canada, but... Yeah, if you can't (laughs) tell, we're Canadian uh, by the fact that we said Halifax and PEI instead of, I don't know, whatever states Maine. Okay, yeah. Whatever states are coastal and have lobster. Yeah. I really like that the kids all have brochures for Lobster Fest. They're all hidden somewhere. (laughs) Yeah, so that when Bob steals the brochure from Louise... All the three kids pull out another brochure because clearly they knew that was going to happen. Yeah. It was like, oh, we're going to lose one to dad. Yeah. So. It's like Louise and Tina have theirs hidden under the table. And then Gene, of course, pulls his out from like his armpit or something. Yeah. And it's a little <laughs> bit crumpled. A little bit. Yeah. You know. Because Gene's a messy guy. Yeah. Yeah. And I actually really like the carry joke. We got a that kind of callback to Weekend at Mort's. Yeah. When we had all those like little red visions. That Bob but was having. But this one yeah. made sense. Made and a it, lot of sense, yeah. 
yeah, it didn't feel out of place. It worked really well. And that made me laugh really hard when mm-hmm. I was watching it. That was great. Um, I just want to say right off the bat that this episode quality feels off to me. Mm, it, what do you mean? Writing? Animation? No, uh, animation style. Okay. It feels very loose and almost over-exaggerated. Okay. And it stood out to me for some reason. I'm not quite sure why. It could be that this episode was made earlier. Yeah, that's possible. Um, A lot of the facial animations are almost distorted for me. There's a few shots of Gene that look a little weird and... (laughs) Before he uh, has his before reaction. he has his reaction, yes, because <laughs> I mean, he doesn't always look like that. <laughs> um, and especially, there's a few moments um, of Bob where his features look wrong. Hmm. So I'm not sure what it is about the episode. Maybe some interns were working on it or something. I'm not sure, but hmm. I could be totally alone in this. But the visual animation style looks a little off i didn't really notice anything but maybe some listeners did too while they were watching and Mm -hmm. agree with you yeah there's another weird moment uh, at the beginning when mr frond walks into louise's classroom and he has a student admit to everybody in the class that that student rubs his genitals on the couch Mm mm-hmm And he's goading this kid and making him feel bad about the hurricane, like it's his fault. Mm -hmm. But that part was super weird to me. It didn't feel like this show. No, it felt like it was a very forced gag that, I don't know, it just, it missed. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. It was just very bizarre. And I think it would have worked a lot better if that part had been cut. So he walks in. And he says that. It's like, does anybody here think maybe the hurricane's from something that they did and wants to talk about it? Because mm-hmm. that's just a super weird thing to say anyway. Yeah. And then to push it further just seemed unnecessary. Yeah, it felt like a religious joke hmm. in a way. And it's a little bit bizarre because Louise, primarily Louise in this episode, compares lobster fest to like a religious holiday so she says it's like they're jews on christmas that they don't observe lobster fest Mm -hmm. right so it's she's like talking about it as though it's a religious holiday yeah and then we get this weird moment from mr frond saying do you think it's your fault like maybe this was caused by something that you did and it just felt very like religious overtone sort Hmm. of like You've sinned and now you're being punished for that Exactly, sin, yeah. Right? And it, then, of course, it was something sexual, which just, like, pushed it even further. I don't know. Yeah, it was it was bad. Because it's, you know, him rubbing his genitals on the couch with masturbation, right? Mm-hmm. And you're always told, in, like, the Catholic Church yeah. especially, that you're going to... You're going to go to hell. You're going to suffer. No, but you it's bad, yeah. right? Like, masturbation is a selfish activity, so it's a bad thing. Yeah. And... You will be punished in some way. And the hurricane is punishing you. Yeah. Or God's punishing you with a hurricane. Yeah. I did kind of like Louise saying, it's all your fault. It's all your fault. We're going to die. (laughs) Because that's just Louise taking it one step further. Yeah. Yeah. And immediately we get that Bob is totally against Lobster Fest. Oh, yeah. Completely hates it. 
mainly because he can't participate in it. I think that's personally his real reason to hate it because he is excluded because he has allergic reaction. Yeah. So he can't enjoy lobster. So why should anybody else? Yeah, but it's so selfish and childish, you know? Absolutely. And he says, well, I can't make any money off of this, but he could. He absolutely could if he He was just being so strict about it. Yeah, he could serve it and make lobster burgers. Exactly. And not only that, but Lobster Fest is right near his restaurant. So it would be very easy for him to make, you know, lobster burgers or something Absolutely. like that. He, he could make bad And advertise them. For sure. But instead, he's acting petty mm-hmm. and childish in this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know, Bob, not your best moment. Not a shining star. Teddy. Hmm. Oh, Teddy. Yeah, Teddy when he comes in and he, he's talking about his $49 lobster crusher. Yeah. crusher claw The shell thing. cracker. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my goodness. And how he went to the lesbian bar to watch the hockey game. Okay. He felt invisible. Honey, you're and always nobody, invisible. Yeah, and nobody's <laughs> acknowledging him at all. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Him and Mort are kind of cute little background characters in this episode i like it yeah especially in their hats later on yeah they're those hats are a real thing i looked it up yeah and there are actually hats like that yeah (laughs) okay i want one of those for our photo booth because that would be pretty funny it would be yeah we already have a fish one that's true we can get a lobster one just saying bob is gleeful when a hurricane hits the town canceling lobster fest the kids are sent down to the basement to wait out the storm Bob decides to keep the restaurant open during the hurricane to attract customers. It becomes a party-type situation at Bob's Burgers. (laughs) Party situation. Yeah. Yeah. I really love H. John Benjamin's work in this episode when Bob is talking to Linda and he says, Lobster Fest is canceled! (laughs) And I just looked at him and I was like, Oh, man, Bob, you were just so petty. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> it was fantastic, though. That was a moment I did like. Yeah. yeah. There are some really great moments. Absolutely. So I was thinking to myself, because I've never been in a hurricane, but I've seen them on TV, mm-hmm. and they're always sort of considered dangerous. And I was wondering, why are there this many people okay staying inside a restaurant with large windows during a hurricane? Like, well, get into a basement find safety Mm -hmm. like what are you doing (laughs) there is a big difference between a hurricane and like a tornado yeah so hurricanes are windy extremely windy Mm -hmm. but i don't think that there's nearly as much danger in a hurricane as there is in a tornado obviously um i have actually been in a hurricane you have i have when i was i think close to 10 in toronto Or just outside of Toronto. Um, I was with my aunt and cousins, and a hurricane just brewed up, and we were trying to get out and run to the car. It was just super windy. Huh. Like, super windy. Yeah, but we see the next day that it hasn't had a big effect on on the town. Yeah. But I've seen pictures of cities after hurricanes where, you know, trees are yeah trees are down like things have been severe 
blown all the way into someone's house and like wreck their house like they can be very severe yeah absolutely so, i don't want to downplay them because there's yeah. different levels of hurricane obviously absolutely and in this one we see that it's just kind of you know that there was a little bit of damage here and there mm-hmm. but nothing extensive yeah still a little bit unbelievable i think one question i had is where does he get the electricity to run his grill oh yeah we see that the power line goes down Yeah, everything's out and then his power's out generator bob is too cheap to have a generator Bob definitely does not have a generator bob doesn't even have money for a generator mm-hmm. power came back on i doubt it though mm-hmm. i don't know we just have Continuity. to suspend our belief at yeah. that point which is fine they yeah. could have they could have shown us just a quick shot of bob like cranking up a generator yeah but maybe it was cut <laughs> maybe maybe that's that's possible i didn't like the linda bit where she goes down to the basement to tell the kids that they're gonna have to repopulate yeah i thought seemed... that was just kind of def- again unnecessary just seemed like a miss wasn't really funny no so you didn't care for <laughs> I did not Tina care for Tina starting... making her list. No. no, no, okay. No. Yeah, the kids were <laughs> not that funny in the basement. Thankfully, they didn't really stay there yes. that very that long. So yeah, yeah. Um, I really like when all the lobster maidens come into the restaurant and uh, and then Gretchen's talking to Bob and she says some of the lobster maidens are up for a wet gown contest want to put up a prize and he responds with how about a towel the shade oh my gosh (laughs) (laughs) i just laughed so hard bob is so not interested not even remotely not even a little bit because it's gretchen (laughs) do you think it's because it's gretchen or do you think he's just i mean there's other lobster maidens it's not just her that's true i don't know I, yeah, I just think Bob's not that interested in that. <laughs> Gretchen's dress is defying the laws of I gravity. I don't in this understand episode. her dress whatsoever. It's like, I don't know, it makes her seem thinner, maybe, because she is so small in it. But it just makes no sense. If you're looking at it, it's the top part is huge and it extends up to the side and stays rigid. Mm hmm. But she's not filling Mm-mm. the bust of the dress, Mm-mm. so it shouldn't be staying up. It should Mm-mm. be falling down. And it Unless just it's wired. Like, yeah, but no. Even then. <laughs> no. No. That's, that's... You would be able to very clearly see her breasts, let's mm. just say. So, it's a weird animation choice. I don't understand why they decided to make her dress so wide. The costume design was a little off. Yeah, it really felt like it. And when we see her in later episodes, she is, like, a bit of a larger woman. Yeah, absolutely. Right? She's definitely busty. Um, Yeah, and she's totally busty, but, like, her clothes seems to fit her. Mm-hmm. So, it was, it was a weird one. All right, last thing I want to say about this part is the, what? You're in a mailman? Well, if they have an important route. And all I could <laughs> think of was, Kinsey scale. <laughs> He's definitely on the Kinsey scale. He's he's not totally straight. All right. 
The kids head out into the storm to loot but find a lobster instead. Bob rejoices in his sudden popularity and offers free food and drinks. The party gets out of control, and the next morning, the restaurant is trashed. Bob, your decision-making. Questionable. Yeah, sometimes drunk Bob can be charming and sweet. Like, he'll just sing and he'll do some silly stuff, but he won't make a complete ass of himself. Mm -hmm. But that's what he does in this episode. He just kind of ticks me off. Yeah. This is the moment where I stop liking him because him deciding for him and Linda, like they own this business together and him just deciding that he's not going to charge anybody Mm -hmm. because friends don't charge friends is beyond stupid. We just saw a couple episodes ago that he has been having a hard time making his rent. Yep. And that they're not very successful. So she, he should be taking this opportunity to make more money. Capitalize on all of his it. business that he's getting. And he doesn't at all. And it is completely irresponsible. Mm-hmm. I would just be in like a complete rage if I was Linda. He's, um, he's valuing connections more than money at this point. But- he thinks he's making connections with all these people. But he's not. That's the thing. They they don't care about Bob at this point. They're just there because they have nowhere else to be. The food is free. The drinks are free. He just happens to be the host. Yeah, yeah. Now that I'm thinking of it, you said at the beginning that the reason you think he doesn't like Lobster Fest is because he's excluded, mm-hmm. right? So now he's rejoicing because he gets to be the center of attention, yeah, right? Yeah, it's Bobster Fest. He feels excluded, but now he's finally being able to... Or now he's finally able to be part of it. Mm-hmm. And he's just going way too far with it. Yeah. Yeah. He could have at least, like, maybe half price or something, or, you know... I think people would have any- been having fun either way. I don't think they would have cared if they got charged. Because they were enjoying themselves. exactly. And if you're out at a restaurant and you're having drinks and you're having good food and you're with a bunch of people and you're having fun, you don't usually care that you're being charged. You expect to pay. Exactly. I don't know. The whole thing was just... Frustrating. Very. (laughs) Um, But... Yeah. Yeah. I do like Bob waking up the next morning with a hangover and uh, just the way H. Don Benjamin does that part where he says... Oh, uh, Linda. Oh, uh, Linda, I don't feel good. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <it's> just... Linda. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's... perfect. And also, I'm thinking, yeah, well, you deserve that. <laughs> yeah, you brought this on yourself. <laughs> I am 100% Linda looking over him with one hell of an angry face. <laughs> yep. Oh, there's my wife. There's my wife. Oh, she looks angry. Turn me around. Turn me around. <laughs> let's go. Let's go the other way. <laughs> yeah. That should have been your clue, Bob. Yeah. Really should have been. The kids secretly cook and eat their first lobster. Bob is angry Lobster Fest is back on and takes the stage, lashing out at the town. Bob falls into the butter vat after being hit by a cop's beanbag gun. Despite the butter being contaminated, Lobster Fest stays on track. The episode ends with Hugo beginning a surprise inspection of the restaurant. Shut it down. Shut it right down. So, earlier I mentioned that Louise has been kind of making a connection to Lobster Fest and religion. Mm -hmm. And then we see in this moment with her siblings 
that lobster suddenly becomes like a metaphor for sex, mm-hmm. which is again weird. What's up with that? It just seems like a very bizarre connection. Yeah. So the jokes, I kind of like that joke. Do you prefer it to the connection to like a religious holiday? Yes. Okay. Because it's, oh, it's my first time eating lobster. My first time eating lobster. I I think it's funny because they're kids. Okay. So they clearly wouldn't get the implication. Right. Well, except maybe Tina. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't think they understand it at all. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's funnier for a viewer, I think, because... Mm-hmm we see them as kids and not realizing what they're saying. Right. Like, okay. kids say the darndest things, right? Okay. Without even knowing it. So that that bit works for me. Yeah. I think I would have liked it a little bit more if Tina had been the only one making that connection but not realizing it because it would have been funny because she's so obsessed <laughs> right. with romance and like sex and right? for her to completely miss the connection would have been great would have been great and we also have louise not making that connection with lobster hers is that it'll be her last meal in prison where she is paying the super price for her super crimes yeah of course and that's hilarious and totally in character for louise but if they had something like Gene at a future concert and people were throwing lobsters on the stage (laughs) instead of flowers. That could have been funny. But instead, they made a connection to, like, groupies. And having sex with, you know, your fans after and doing that every day, but with different girls, you know? Yeah, exactly. It just didn't feel right for Gene. And then it didn't really work because it wasn't like, all three of them were making that connection. Mm-hmm. It was just the two. Yeah, just Jean and Tina, which yeah. is a little weird. And Jean is not at all obsessed with sex. He is like, he doesn't really think about it. He doesn't even think about girls, really. No. His is all music. So, I, I, yeah, I just feel like that would have been a better. But at the same time, he does make another. He alludes to another sex joke earlier on in the episode. That's true. With the band. Yeah. I can't. John Van Hoyt and the musical Extrusion or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, his dad saying, you were conceived to that. To a JVH song. Yeah, and Gene <laughs> saying, and I plan to return the favor. Yeah. So that's definitely a... Yeah, but that felt like... That felt kind of like a Gene joke. Like, okay, that's kind of funny and... He's making his dad a little bit uncomfortable in that moment, but to go as far as to say that Gene's going to be the type to, <laughs> you know, sleep with different girls yeah, every night just didn't didn't feel right. Um, yeah. Now that we're thinking about it, I forgot to mention earlier on in the episode, at the very beginning when the kids are hiding their brochure, Louise saying, They're, we're just looking at pictures of people doing it. Yeah. And Bob saying, oh, okay. Wait, that's not porn. <laughs> he was going to be totally fine with that. Yeah. He said he that know? way too, like, oh, okay. Casually and Way accepting. too casual. Yeah. I liked it, though. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. The jokes are just bizarre in yeah. this episode. The weird connections to lobster and religion and sex is just odd. I don't know. It doesn't so, work for me that well. For me, Louise... 
holding the lobster over the boiling bucket of water. Mm. I personally don't think she would have put the lobster in. Really? She would not have dropped it. Um, And I am only basing that on the fact that she held it over the pot and said, okay, here I go. But she wasn't going to do anything. She just, it's like she was psyching herself up to doing it. Mm. But at the end of the day, she's still a nine-year-old girl. She's still a kid. I don't think she would have killed the lobster. Hmm. And that's essentially, that is what would have happened, obviously. She would be killing the lobster. And as much as she talks big and is kind of out there, I don't think she would have done it. Interesting. And I see Hmm. that illusion again with Bob at the end of the episode with his foot over the butter saying, you know, I'm not a bottom feeder. This isn't who I am. I was going to do it, but then now I'm not. So you have Louise and Bob in the same situations. It was a great parallel to see Louise and Bob in situations where they're going to do something in liquid. They're both in like the same situation. Okay, okay. And not going through with it until something accidentally forces them to both do what they were threatening to do. Louise only drops the lobster because it slipped out of her hand or it pinched her. Mm-hmm. And Bob only backs down. Well, backs down because he gets shot. Yeah, and then falls into the butter vat. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. I didn't notice that connection. Huh. Yeah, that's great, actually, because we're, again putting a connection between Bob and Louise mm-hmm. and noticing their similarities. Yeah. Yeah. That maybe they kind of tend to over-exaggerate. Yeah. And uh, they have a tendency to be dramatic, but when it comes down to it, they aren't mean people. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Not that either of those acts are necessarily really mean or vicious, but... Yeah. People eating lobster doesn't make them a mean person. But... Yeah. 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 Um, have you ever eaten a lobster? I know you're not a big fan of fish, but have you ever nope. been offered? Not that I remember. Okay. I've had shrimp. Okay. I had a bite of shrimp. And you hated once. it? <laughs> no, it was yeah. not for me. Yeah. Jason's definitely not a seafood kind of person. Nope. I've had lobster once. Oh, really? And it was a terrifying and disgusting experience because... It was at um, a random friend of the family's house, and he decided to cook lobster for everybody, but instead of giving everyone, like, a full lobster, he cut the lobsters in half. So then when it was plated for me, it was just half a lobster. So I was getting a cross section of it, and I could see the eye. There was still an eye on it. I could see its brain, which apparently I was supposed to eat, but I was just terrified and I was just supposed to kind of pick it out of the shell, and it, sounds, it was it was awful. It and, sounds and yeah, awful. It definitely pushed me to be vegetarian <laughs> <laughs> because I looked at it and thought, "This is horrifying," and I don't want to look at the lobster this way. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. It was very uncomfortable. Not a fan. So that was the only time I had lobster. I'm sure that if it had been under better circumstances, I could have enjoyed it more. Mm-hmm. Like, if it was at a restaurant, it was just, like, a lobster tail that was presented to me, and there was no shell, maybe that would have been okay. Lobster, to me, is so unique Mm. as a food, because I can't think of anything else that we eat without 
skinning it or peeling it or um well shell uh shellf- like some shellfish like crabs right so seafood um i guess all crustaceans all shellfish mm-hmm. are in a similar situation but you don't do anything to prepare it you can just boil it and then that's it it's done you can marinate it you can do all these things but at the end of the day you can just eat crab just by itself you just crack it open and eat it you could do the same with a piece of steak though you, you don't okay. have to season it at all you can no just throw but it on your that's what i'm saying stove. you can't take the cow and just dump it in a oh, pot of water yeah good point okay there's nothing there's no other meats that i can think of where you can just do that yeah where yeah. you can just do that um and although hmm. there are fish you can do that with a lot of people serve like the full fish yeah but something about lobster to me is super barbaric oh yeah I, I don't know because you just crack it open and like just tear it apart yeah, and, and you're sucking the meat and yeah, juices right out of it i'm sure i'm making a lot of people hungry for lobster but Either that or really or feeling kind of nauseous, out. which is what my main feeling is. Yeah, and <laughs> it's just such a bizarre food. Yeah. Anyway, that's my lobster rant. Yeah. <laughs> so, I like the songs in this episode, though. They are kind of funny. Um, we get at the end Ron singing to Hugo, the wingman Wingman. <laughs> wingman. Wingman. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. Um, also, how clueless is Hugo? Oh my god, the <laughs> diagrams. <laughs> and him being so confused by it. Yeah. And it's... I love that the next day we see on the chalkboard that the diagrams are still up, yeah. but the chalkboard's back up. Yeah. So Linda put the chalkboard back up, but didn't erase it. <laughs> she probably thought it was hilarious. Yeah, that's true. And then we get our sexy 70s porno music when Gretchen is licking the food thermometer. Uh, yeah. And then when Bob is kind of playing with that little spindle. The broken spindle. spindle, yeah. Yeah, and it's like... Dun, 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 dun. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> totally ridiculous. But it's nice, now that I'm really looking for those kind of musical moments in every episode, mm-hmm. it's nice to be able to actually notice them. Yeah. You know, and Instead not sort of, of just like background, background stuff. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Now, talking about the first moment with Gretchen and that food thermometer, mm-hmm. super gross. Um, yeah. But when she's doing everything kind of in slow mo and it's cutting and mm-hmm. fading into the next shot, and she puts it in his pocket and like freezes, mm-hmm. Hugo's eyes just look up in normal <laughs> speed like in real speed and she's just still frozen there so i think <laughs> i feel like that's actually what happened like she just like put it in his pocket and froze and hugo and just stopped doing anything and hugo's like looking up and what do the I do scene now? continues like <laughs> what's going on can i is she gonna do something else like what's going on here <laughs> that the idea that gretchen is just so awkward she's just frozen there flirtation yeah and hugo is so awkward that they're both kind of frozen in the moment (laughs) what what do we do do. yeah (laughs) that's perfect i think that gretchen and hugo should have lasted longer i think it would have been a funny relationship yeah especially when hugo's saying give me some room and then she backs him up give him some room (laughs) it would have been so 
so good. I wish that they had kept them together for maybe just a couple episodes or yeah. maybe a season, something like that. Yeah, just pop in and out and like, oh, Gretchen, how's your boyfriend? How's Hugo? Yeah, or just being able to see them together because they They're are great. quite the funny pair. Yeah. Do you have anything else to say about our episode before we get to our burgers of the week? We see Marshmallow in this episode. What? what? We don't hear her. She doesn't say anything. But at the end of the episode when the angry mob is gathered... She's in front and center. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. I thought that was kind of neat. Just All to right. throw her in there. And we will see her again. Yes, of course. Another thing about this episode that I don't really like is the big cliche ending. Angry mob being calmed down by a big speech. Yeah, okay. It's something that... It's a trope that happens all the time. Mm-hmm. And sometimes can be overused. And happened all the time on South Park. And they even made a big bit about that like oh my god this happens every time there's always a big public declaration or a big speech and we all learn something and everybody goes home yeah and that's essentially what happened pretty much i mean they get their way yeah and bob hasn't really derailed the celebrations Mm -hmm. enough so i feel like it's not too bad it's not as though bob actually ruined lobster fest yeah if he had I think it would have bothered me more that we had that trope in there. But because we see that everyone's okay with dipping their lobster into butter that has Bob's butter flakes and... <laughs> ugh, okay. Fingernails. Eh, and... We're getting nauseous over here. Um, <laughs> All right. Let's, yeah. We yeah. can move on to our burgers <laughs> of the week. Yes, please. <laughs> okay. Um, I have two. I have two as well not a huge fan of mine this week so we'll see how that goes um i i'm enjoying mine i think i think okay. they're, they're okay. half well, decent i might just give it to you so we'll see all right what's your first burger i have allergic reaction oh my god <laughs> <laughs> okay that's like better than both of mine right there <laughs> so obviously we're using uh brie for the cheese mm-hmm. and would it be lobster no. <laughs> Definitely not. Definitely not. That would be too well, easy. Well, then how am I supposed to get my allergic reaction on? <laughs> if you're allergic to cheese. <laughs> if you're lactose intolerant. Oh, I guess so. <laughs> okay. All right. My first burger is the Total Shell Out Burger. Okay. It would be a patty made of haddock, shrimp, and scallops. Whoa. That with... is one meat patty. Or yeah. fish patty. Yeah. And it would have scallions and Dijon mustard. So it would probably be pretty tasty. Mm-hmm. No no lobster, but it's fishy. What's your second burger? Uh, prawn with the wind. <laughs> My god, I love it. And I was thinking, well, that doesn't really have much to do with Gone with the Wind, but there's a hurricane. Oh my it's god. It's windy. Okay. Prawn I love with it. the wind. Obviously, it's a prawn <laughs> burger. Oh, I love it. It's so good. Okay. And my last one sucks, so I shouldn't even say it because. Now I want to hear it. Ugh, it's you're just you're not upselling even good. it. It's Catch of the Bay. So it would be trout. <laughs> it would be a. I know. It's terrible. It would be a trout and tuna burger with crushed bay leaves, carrots, oh, okay. celery, and garlic. Interesting. So it'd be kind of like, I don't know, a patty made with a bunch of stuff. Catch of the Bay. It's not good. <laughs> I thought you were going to do like a ketchup pun. Ketchup the day. Oh, <laughs> no. That would be terrible. Yeah. A burger with, with ketchup. ketchup. <laughs> That's like when Bob has no inspiration. No. 
I had a hard time coming up with ones for this episode because I was trying really hard to stay away from lobster. Exactly. And, I mean, this is an episode where we could have gone with the lobster, but... I too predictable. Just, too obvious. Yeah. yeah. Too on the nose. I really love your prawn with the wind. Yeah? Yeah, I, okay. I feel like that one should win. So you prefer that one over allergic reaction? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think so. All right, well, how about we uh, we call it? All right, that's our burger of the week. I'll take it. And for the birthday boy, I appreciate it. Oh, yes, yes. It was Jason's birthday this past Friday. And now now you are into your 30s, truly. Yes, <laughs> I'm diving in headfirst. Oh. All right, well. Like a lobster? Wait, they don't dive. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, (laughs) you're as bad as Linda. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) right, Well, that brings us to the end of Burger of the Week, a Multiverse Radio production. Thank you so much for listening. And if you like our show, please leave a rating and review on iTunes. We really appreciate it. And it helps other people find our show. Yeah. And experience Bob's Burgers, whether for the first time or the hundredth time. Yeah. And there is another Bob's Burgers podcast. But, you know, if you really like this one, then let us know. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, you can listen to both. Yeah, you can listen to both. Go ahead. We'll allow it. We'll look the other way. I mean, probably. (laughs) (laughs) If you have any comments or a punny burger name that you'd like to share, something that maybe beats Prawn with the Wind. I I don't know if you can. Mm, That's pretty damn good. (laughs) You can find us on Twitter at Multiverse Radio or Facebook at Multiverse Radio Podcast. You can also visit our website at, you guessed it, multiverseradio.ca. And see you next week for a review of episode 13, Torpedo. Torpedo! The next episode is also the season one finale. Yes, so we'll be diving into season two, which is a shorter season. Yes. And kind of nice that we'll be able to have, finally, a new exterminator van every episode. Yes, thank goodness. Rats all, folks, is getting a little old. Yep, yep, getting a little old. I mean, you served us well, girl, but... uh... We want to see new people, new exterminators. We want to see new exterminators. Yeah. There's a lot of exterminators in this city. I know. I like (laughs) it. (laughs) All right. We'll see you next week. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye.